We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings Post Game Show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass., where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Oh, happy day. Why? Fitzy and Hart sitting around taking calls from angry Pats fans in traffic after the Patriots had a game in their grasp and it didn't just slip away. Um, they threw it away, and now adding injury to insult. We are awaiting word to hear what happened to Mac Jones. I don't know if we're going to get any in, any uh, injury update today, Andy, Doubtful. if it'll happen tonight. It'll be on the Greg Hill Show tomorrow morning here on WEEI. That's right, when you'll get a very chipper and perky Bill Belichick likely joining the show in the 6 o'clock hour, maybe 6.30 spot tomorrow. That is going to be a rough one. Patriots, of course, lose to the Ravens 37 37- to 26. Andy, uh, you do the thumbs up and thumbs down column for the WEI.com. Very unique, Brad very creative. Loves. You can't get it anywhere else. I, honestly, you couldn't. I don't know where you Some came other up people with should name. start doing some of these things. Tremendous name, Andy. Tremendous. <laughs> Love it. Uh, who would you put thumbs up today? Devontae Parker. I think you have to start there. Yep. I think he borderline had a close to perfect game. It was mm-hmm. Mac Jones that kept him from basically being over 200 yards receiving, being in the end zone, things of that nature. Yep. But that was really good to see. And as I mentioned earlier, good to see him diversify his game, running different routes. Now, mm-hmm. one, he ran across the field, and Mac tried to throw it to him, and it was a pick. And that, But that's Mac's fault. That's not Parker's fault. The catch and run early, the toe tapper, like he, he had a really nice game. I think this is probably what the Patriots were envisioning when they traded for him to put him atop the depth chart. Everybody's been screaming, why, why is he your number one? Heck, I asked, why is Xavier Howard treating him like a number one, right? Mm-hmm. Today's performance is the reason why maybe other teams would say, yeah, he's their number one receiver. I think they got the most out of Devontae Parker since the famous Devontae Parker game where he ate Steph Gilmore's lunch in the 27-24 loss to the Dolphins at the end of the 2019 season that set the Patriots back from getting a home bye, and then, of course, we knew what happened the next Yeah, he was knocking on the, the door, year. according to the broadcast, of a career high. I don't think he got Just there. Just a couple yards short. But um, really good performance, something you can build on. Quite honestly, whoever's throwing the football moving forward for the short term, for the long term, can build on that. Devontae Parker. Give me a couple others. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I thought he ran the ball really well. Uh, Got a couple, actually, early on. First two carries, I believe, he had went for eight yards and ten yards, and then they went, boom, play action, Parker. And you're like, hey, this is how offense works. Chunk run, chunk run, pull it out of his belly, throw it down the field, play action. That's how it's supposed to look. But I think Ramondre Stevenson, I said it earlier, I think he has some playmaking ability. I'm not advocating for Damian Harris to not play because I think Damian Harris is good. 
But every time Damian Harris is on the field, Ramondre Stevenson most often is not. And I think Ramondre Stevenson has more upside. But for this year, the way you're built, I think you have to share the load between those two. But Ramondre Stevenson, nice day. Dietrich Wise, obviously, three sacks in the first half. I think four tackles for a loss. He was everywhere. You know, they were uh, commenting about how he's playing such a high percentage of snaps, but still active, and Bill Belichick praises his conditioning that Maybe there is a reason why they actually signed him, and people thought, hmm, is he going to be the answer opposite Judon as, oh, as a pass rusher? Somebody texted me, because, you know, I joke about year two jumps, and then other people saying, like, oh, the guy's going to get better this year, and you're like, how long has he been in the league? Somebody texted me, looks like Dietrich Wise got the year six jump under his belt. The so, old year six uh, jump. I'll take Classic it. Classic in the Belichick. They need team. it, and it's what we've talked about, the front has a chance to be really good. And if you add Wise and Judon, get more out of Barmore, like now you're getting more and more bodies up front. But Dietrich Wise, really nice day. Do you think that maybe the defensive front started having some issues? Well, first, Baltimore's play calling to start the game, a little pedestrian, three and out to start the game. Then they got clever. Then the misdirections began. Then the RPOs. Then uh, some of those plays were like they would, uh, they would send a running back in motion across the line and then... Uh, Lamar would like oh, flick it to the inside, back, like those the little Andy inside Reed. class. Yeah, the the Andy Reid play, if you will. Yeah, Excellent. Travis Kelsey, much more clever on that second drive, and then throughout the game, I feel like maybe the defensive line, and I know he returned, but Larry Guy got hurt for a little while, yep. went out, and then I feel like they started attacking the line. That's when Justice Hill and then Lamar went crazy, running up the gut. Said the linebackers got pushed around. They had a little bit of a tough day today. They did, and Baltimore certainly got its footing in the second half. I actually need to go back and watch because I thought Wise didn't play as much in the second half. And no, I don't and know I wonder why. why. And I your don't know boy Tavai, speaking of thumbs downs. Well, well, he's not enough to give a thumbs down today, but he's on the field too much, and I treat him like I treat Matt Patricia. I don't blame Matt Unwell. Patricia. No, I don't blame Matt Patricia for not being able to call offensive plays. It shouldn't be his job. I don't blame Tavai for not being good enough. I don't think he's good enough. Bill chooses to put him out there in roles that I don't think he's capable of filling. Now, on the negative side. Thumbs down. I'm going to start with Mac Jones. And he was on your thumbs up list for the first three quarters. Till the bottom fell out. And he actually Ooh. first earned his way onto my thumbs down list for the effing flop the second straight week in the row on the sideline where he took a dive oh, and tried was, to grab. That was La Liga worthy. And he did it last week in the middle of the field, flopped when no one touched him, basically. It's really starting to crawl up my bunghole quite a bit. And I am not happy with it. Like, I know he's trying to steal 15 yards, but. I don't know. Isn't this New England where you're built on like toughness and like that's that's yeah. not what I'm looking for. You're right. That is soccer NBA crap oh, right there on a football. I Mar Marcus I'm Smart laughed when he saw if that. If somebody hits you, I'm okay selling. He's doing it when no one's like even hitting him. They're letting him go and he's like taking a dive like he's a stuntman. And then oh by the way, the three interceptions could have been four or five interceptions. Missed Parker for some plays. Mac Jones two weeks in a row not playing very well. Back to the phones we go. Uh, let's see. We got Bob in Burlington. What Bob, what's Bob? going on, Bob? Bob. Bob. Robert. Robert. Bobby, I can hear what's going on in your car. You're on the postgame show. What's up? You're ordering food. Bob going once. Bob going twice. All right. I think Bob was in the drive-thru. Stephen Fall River, what do you got? I'm online, and I'm trying to buy something from your sponsor, the Six uh, Rings uh, Company, and I can't find them. Feldman Geospatial, Zooty, Shaw's. we got so many sponsors. What's What sponsor are you referring to? 
Six six flags, and then the new sponsor for the show. No, uh, we're no, six this, rings. It's the six rings show, sir. Six rings. Okay, six rings. That's okay, just the name of it. Rings. See, the Patriots but have every time six you call, rings. It's an amusement park of joy and Patriots talk. Steve, so six flags. No, is, no, no, I want to get off of it. I know. We all know what it is. It's a mind game. Mind bleep. Mind begins with an S, ends with a K. <laughs> is what it is. All right. So what, what's your what? outlook it's after not today? Gonna work. Yep. It's right. not going to work. What's uh, not going to work? Jonathan, you, this system that the crafts have put in place, the Tom Brady era, is a complete waste. Matt Why? Jones might be, might be as good as <clears throat> the guy from Miami. Not okay. Sure, the, guy that Wiggy, the guy that Wiggy said he was feeling for. Yeah, he might be. My, and I like okay. Chad Pennington. And Chad Pennington was a, was a good quarterback. Unfortunately, he had multiple shoulder that's injuries right. that sucked the life out of he his did. ability to throw the ball. But that's what a good quarterback is. That's the reality after a Hall of Fame quarterback. He might, repeat, might be. Okay. What might be your might point be. to this call? The rest of the team is garbage. You're, okay. spending, you're spending all this money at receiver, and you, don't have any, you really don't have anything to show for it. This 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 kid, uh, your number one pick there at safety. I called him a poor man's Bob Sanders. He is Bob Sanders now. He's brittle. He's going to get continually get hurt. The book is out. Kyle Duggar. Now. He's in his third season. And this is like Kyle the first Duggar. time he's been hurt. Wow. Wow. All right, thanks for the call, okay, Steve. Steve. Uh, Steve, I appreciate the call okay. very much, but so, we can't. It's not the Steve. It's not Steve's post game show or Steve's. Steve from Fall Rivers podcast within the Six Rings post game show. Get Correct. to your point. We'll try to engage. Say thanks very much for calling and wish you a good day. Gary from Stoneham, I know you can do better. I'm going to give you a chance, my guy. What do we got? Gary. Hi, guys. How are you, pal? Guys, can you, can you hear me? I yes. sure can, Gary. Can you hear us? What's going on? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just driving. I'm sorry. Uh, my big thing today was, you know, the fourth and two. Terrible play calling. Yep. Um, I don't know what you're doing with that one. And, you know, and then, I, then the Matt Jones interception, which I know he got hurt on that play, but you got to throw that away. I mean, you had some really great opportunities in that second half to keep the game close so you kept it going, and then you throw that pick in the end zone. I don't know. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I've been thinking over 20 years, not sure who's doing play calling. It's not Tom Brady back there. I get it, but you, you know, Matt Jones. Well, you guys just said it. He had a terrible second half, but he's not the reason why they're losing. He, you know, maybe he crumbled a little bit, but you got to find someone that can make the right play calls when he was on fire for a while. That's all I got to say. Appreciate the call, Gary. Safe travels. Appreciate you listening to the show as well. Yeah, I mean, Andy, look, it's not going to get us anywhere to. To play the whole, like, well, when you point a finger or blame, there's several fingers pointing back at you. You you and I had absolutely nothing to do with this game today, aside from just commenting on it, watching it, and getting frustrated by it. However, I mean, is it going to make anyone feel better to find the one scapegoat for today? Is it going to make anyone feel better to say, like, you're the reason why we lost, or you're the reason why we lost? I think this was a chorus of people involved in the Patriots finding a way to wriggle out from under a warm, comforting victory and find their way into the wet blanket of defeat once again. Well, we also need to stop, stop, stop. And I know I'm as guilty of it as anybody, but like Brady and old Patriots, like just compare yourself to the 2022 National Football League, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's hard to win. It's easy to lose. Mm -hmm. Somebody brought up Josh McDaniels, easy to lose. Or Nathaniel Hackett, finding ways to lose. Like 
you can find ways to lose pretty easily, and then people will mock you for it, and your team will have to hire coaches and advisors to figure out what the hell you're doing. Like, but right now, the Patriots were in a good game with a good team at home. Mm-hmm. They made too many mistakes. They choked away the game. Like, I don't think they necessarily... Facts only department You said they kind of gave it away. I don't know that they ever had, like, full security. Like, the ball was never tucked and they were running with it. But they uh, actually, caught it and they were Aguilar trying to was tucked and running yeah, with it. But they were trailing at that point. I know, but they were going to get back into it or... Maybe. He would have potentially I don't assume. Them. They're right. not good enough to assume. Okay, put it this way. Yes, they didn't have the game. They weren't running away with the game. It was not a foregone conclusion that the Patriots are going to win this game. But like I said at the start of the show, at 4 o'clock when we went live, this was kind of turning into a classic Ravens-Patriots slugfest. And for some reason, the Patriots decided either to drop their guard or start punching themselves. That's not how you win a fight. Or just couldn't keep up. They're not good enough to keep up. And that, I guess, is maybe a bigger picture thing. But through three weeks, you have one win. You have a game today that was winnable. You kicked it away at the very least. You made mistakes that certainly made their job of securing the victory easier. And then you have whatever you think that week one game was where Bill Belichick said, well, we were two two plays away, right? That's It's not that far off. You're not abysmal. Your record may end up being abysmal, but I don't know that you're an abysmal team right now that's incapable of winning. You're competitive. If you make mistakes, guess what you're going to do? Lose. If you minimize your mistakes and make a couple plays, you know what you'll do? Win. I'm oversimplifying it, but... No, but at the same time, that's how this needs to be explained right now. The oversimplification as to the complexities of this Patriots defeat and the problems that they have endured thus far this season and likely are to run into again. I'm watching Green Bay take Tampa to the early uh, woodshed right now. It's 14-3. to If Green Bay catches fire and the Patriots go marching in there next week with a defense that's down on morale because they gave up too many points and too many yards late and Brian Hoyer... Andy Hart sound. Also, uh, buy stock in Microsoft Surface tablets because Tom Brady's going to be smashing <laughs> them left and right. Oh, by Do the they way, ever score touchdowns? Like he's they don't score touchdowns. They're counting on the defense. They have to no score receivers. Touchdowns. I funny thought Tom made everybody funny. better. Sulky McSulk. Sulky. All right, no, uh, we're but not what going the Patriots down that are road. right now. I love yes. uh, the term I use is fray. You know how you say you're above the fray. They Patriots are not are above fr- the fray. No. They're in the fray. Like you got a claw. Well, that's to get the gray ahead. Sure, you want to go gray. Mm-hmm. Instead of the black or the white, but I say the fray. They're in like some quicksand, and they used to be able to swim their way out. Mm-mm. Right now, they're like, eh, I need a straw to get oxygen yeah, out there, of there. There's no one who's good enough to pull them out of that quicksand or out of the gray and above the fray. And I we apologize. should reiterate, the Mac Jones injury is the biggest takeaway key from this game. Because mm-hmm. if Mac misses significant time, all the other minutiae that we're detailing really is less significant. Tony, David, Jay, Bob, Sam, Rick, don't you guys go anywhere? The phones are loaded. We want to we get have. to all of you guys. We got a lot of lines, man. We got a lot. We got a, we're, we are like Shaw's before a snowstorm. There are a lot of long lines, and we're here for you, friends. 617-779-7937. The Six Rings postgame show marches on. But first, let's catch you up with everything else on Week 3 NFL trending now. Crash and Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Here's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. Your New England Patriots fall to 1 and 2 after a 37 26 defeat to the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, 11 carries for 107 yards and a touchdown. He also added 218 yards and four touchdowns, just one interception through the air. Mac Jones had 321 yards passing, a rushing touchdown. Sadly, three interceptions. He left the game with just a few minutes remaining with a lower leg injury. Multiple reports 
cited Mac going down the stairs into the locker room, screaming in pain. Devontae Parker had five catches for 156 yards. Meanwhile, in the rest of the NFL, the Dolphins moved to 3-0 after beating the Bills down in Miami Gardens today, 21-19. The Miami Dolphins, Andy Hart, are you in? Do you believe? No. All Tua right. is not that good still. Uh, speaking and Tua of which, got his head knocked And off. speaking of which, uh, a tweet from Adam Schefter 10 minutes ago. NFLPA has told the NFL that it wants to initiate a review of the concussion protocols in light of Tua Tungavailoa's return to today's game in Miami Per source. Tell the people what I said in the boardroom, that that was unbelievable that he was allowed to play He again. was knocked to the ground, looked to have been knocked silly, for lack of better phrasing, stood up and fell down, and they let him back in the game. That is That's unacceptable. That's when you take someone out and say, sorry, son, you're going to have to sit this one out. We're going to be caring for your. We're going to be caring for your mentals, as Marshawn mm, used to that say. That head should not have Jeez. taken another single hit today, and he was put back out there. That is that's bad for the NFL. The Josh McDaniels led Raiders are now 0 three after losing to the Tennessee Titans 24 to 22. They failed the two point conversion in the final seconds of the fourth quarter. Per Paul Gutierrez, P. Gutierrez, ESPN, Raiders coach Josh McDaniels enters interview room after a lengthy closed-door meeting with owner Mark Davis. Oh, boy, you got called into the owner's office in week three? As many friends of mine texted me after the Patriots game, the NFL makes no sense this year. Thoroughly entertaining, fun to talk about, an absolute mess. You think Devontae wants to go back to Green Bay? (laughs) Eagles beat the Commanders 24-8 to move to 3-0. How about those Eagles? Meanwhile, the Colts picked up their first win of the season after beating the Chiefs, who everyone in their mother had in a money line parlay today, 20-17. The Bears are 2-1 after beating the Texans 23-20. The Bears are better than the Patriots? What is this world? A little bit of an update out of Foxborough, according to Ben Volan, you said, right? Crap sheet. Oh, Ian Rappaport, sorry. Uh... X-rays negative on the leg oh, for Mac Jones. Very good. According to Ian Rappaport at Rap Sheet, X-rays are negative on the leg for Mac Jones, so we might be able to rule a broken leg out. Yes, but I think they still need to evaluate the ankle and the rest, so I'm not sure we're out of the woods yet. No, he was in a lot of pain for a reason. Yeah, I I, I don't think I'm not gonna say he's soft and like there's no injury and he should be back out there next week. Like he was in pain for a reason. They just need to find out what the reason is and how serious the reason is. Uh, the Bengals picked up their first win of the season after beating the Jets 27-12. to Right now, it's Green Bay 14, Tampa Bay 3. Other 4 o'clock games in action. Uh, the Red Sox wrap up their four-game series against the Yankees tonight. First pitch with Joe Castiglione and Will Fleming is at 7.08. Across the Shaw's and Star Market WEI Red Sox Network, Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh, and be sure to tune in to the Visit Massachusetts pregame show with Mike Antonellis right here at 6.08 p.m., Following the Six Rings postgame show, that is sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts adventure at visitma.com. We'll try to catch you up to date on the latest with the Mac Jones injury when we return. That is what's trending right now on WEEI and WEEI.com. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Yeah, uh, that was tough. You know, I mean, I mean, most important thing we just talk about you know, ball security. You know, that, that loses games, and I had an opportunity at the end there. Where, you know, made a play. You know, it could have been a big play, and at the end of the day, guy comes out of nowhere and he makes it look like you know, it's the ones you don't see. So you have to make sure you're holding it secure enough that you know no one can dislodge it. Patriots wide receiver Nelson Aguilar discussing today's defeat at the hands of the Ravens at Gillette Stadium and, of course, the pivotal fumble in the fourth quarter. He had just made a big reception and was running. Ravens rookie safety Kyle Hamilton, who had yet to distinguish himself early in the season, makes a great play punching the ball out from behind. Marcus Peters recovers inbounds a few yards later, and essentially that was the ball game. More self-inflicted wounds and a Mac Jones injury later. It's 37-26. to 26. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Nick Fitzy Stevens, Andy Jumbo Hart with you until 6 o'clock, and then we'll go to the Red Sox pregame show. Sox-Yankees at 7.08 here on the Shaw's and Star Market Red Sox radio network. Reiterating again from Ian Rappaport, tweeted out just a few minutes ago at Rap Sheet. Hashtag Patriots QB Mac Jones has x-rays on his ankle following the game, and they were negative. Source said his ankle will continue to be evaluated. So thus far, Andy, we have been led to believe that there is no break or fracture yes. in Mac Jones's ankle, which was the spot that we were looking at after he got rolled up on in the final couple of minutes. That's a good immediate sign, but that does not mean he is out of the injured or missed multiple games woods yet. No, and sometimes they say actually a bad high ankle sprain can be worse than a break. It oh, can take yes. longer to recover from. But Trey Lance broke his ankle last week. He's Dunsky for the year. 
So. Yes, but that was a serious. I mean, there's different types of breaks in the ankle area. Can you have an bones. unserious ankle break? Yeah, you can. Minor. All right. Well, I mean, the you come back break. quicker. Okay. Either way, Max mm-hmm. hurt. Yes, we can agree on that. Yeah, and I, I'm not. I'm no doctor, nor have I played one on television. But I'm pretty sure it's not looking good for Mac Jones to play next week. But I will also say, early in the year, this is now, you mentioned it, Trey mm-hmm. Lance, gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert has needed a you know uh, a shot in his ribs to get back out on the field today. Tua probably should not have been put back out on the field. No, he should was not. put back out on the field. Like So we're seeing some injuries to Fran- and Mac Jones, obviously, now. Some injuries to franchise quarterbacks or supposed young franchise quarterbacks. Jacksonville taking it to the Chargers 16-7. to How about them Jags? 16-7. Hey, it's a good taking start for an upstart young squad that people were crapping on last year with a second-year quarterback who looks to be trending in the right direction. And who predicted that? Uh, most people who thought that bringing in a quarterback's coach who's actually a head coach and former offensive coordinator who knows how to guide um, and help the progress and growth of a second-year quarterback. Instead of a grinding creep that you had as a former All head coach. All right, here we no, go. But like, I don't my know, point why, is why sometimes, is be a creep? sometimes the obvious is obvious for a reason, and it's right. The obvious in Jacksonville was the offense should get better, the young quarterback should get better. You gave Hiring Urban Meyer was so. a giant disaster. Right. And then here, oh, wait, you're giving a special teams coach and a defensive coach to your quarterback, but he's happy with the open conversation, and he was, boy, gosh, excited to teach Joe Judge his job. That's not going to fail, is it? The wheels won't fall off that wagon. I'll tell you, one wagon the wheels will not fall off of this hour of the Six Rings postgame show, and that's why, Andy, because it's brought to you by our friends at Zooty. Build any app your company needs in just a week's time. Visit Zooty. That's Z-U-D-Y dot com for your free trial today. Back to the phones we go. Sam is calling from fabulous Portland, Maine. Sam, they don't make beers strong enough up in Portland for me right now. How are you? I'm good. How are you, boy? Hey, we're hanging in there, big guy. What do you got? You know, I thought the key to the game today was not not the individual mishaps of our players, but more the the mistakes overall. Like besides the one play mistakes, I thought we showed we had a great performance out there today. There was a lot of heart. There was definite juice. There was definite excitement in the game, Sam. At the end of the third quarter, it was still a game. Heck, it was only a one pointer uh, come halftime. But the Patriots started making. Many more mistakes, not just a few, even one or some. Many more mistakes than the Ravens did down the stretch. That's because you've got a veteran team with a quarterback in his fifth year now, Andy, correct? Yeah. Yeah, in his fifth year uh, with uh, solid play calling, and you've got a great head coach of the Patriots, but the mistakes compounded, Sam, for the Patriots, and that's mm-hmm. why the outcome was what it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, boys, but... If, let's just say we take away those uh, interceptions, that fumble. I think we put on a great performance there. If Bill can find a way to eliminate these, I think we could be a good team. Yes. There's some building blocks for sure, Sam. Thanks, Thanks for the call. Sam. Appreciate now, it, Now, I would be um, – It's not all negative, Andy, and we haven't been all negative. But every team in the NFL, if you take away all their bad plays, would be good. Right. And if you took away my slow metabolism and my pension for drinking beer too right. late at night, I'd probably be – Ripped and fit and you lived took forever. took away gravity in my bad genes, I'd be 6'6". <laughs> <six, six. laughs> like, we, we can't eliminate all the bad plays. Now, the, uh, I'll flip We want it, to, though. that's the goal. There were little flashes of, well, not even little, like Devontae Parker, but Kendrick Bourne made play. Ramondre Stevenson made play. Nelson Aguilar 
made a play and then didn't make a play. Mm. Mac Jones made high positive plays. High and tight, plays. Aguilar. High and tight. As you joked, I had Mac Jones trending toward the thumbs-up portion of my list. Unfortunately, he ended the day on the thumbs-down portion of the list. So, yes, if you can maximize the good plays and eliminate maximize? the bad. Maximize? Actually, more like uh, Brian Hoyer them out. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, unfortunately, Mac Jones making the thumbs down list today on Andy Hart's WEI.com piece. Tony is in Hingham with a comp no one's going to want to hear in Pat's Nation. Hey, Tony. Hey, how's it doing? How are you, pal? You on your Take ride back my... from the stadium? I am. Section 112. Take away the interceptions holding my wife. I'll be a happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. Oh, that makes it even better. <laughs> the guy before. <laughs> <laughs> Tony with the call of the year, and it's only week three. Oh, oh Mrs. Tony. Oh, thank so you for being you such a... You had Brady, you had, Brady had two years, uh, $50 million. That's all you had to do. Now we're stuck with Tony Eason, devil. <laughs> Tony Eason's Tony Eason 2.0. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't th I think he's going to be better than Tony Eason, but Tony from Hingham on his way back. Section 112. Thank you so much for the call and the laugh. And buddy. Mrs. Tony. It. And Mrs. Tony. At least you can uh, laugh. You have that, Mrs. Tony. Uh, at least. I'm right here. <laughs> what was it? Take away the penalties, the interceptions of my, my wife, and I'll be a happy man. <laughs> I'm right he here. De he even delivered it with like a little like Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. And take away my wife, and I'll be a happy man. Oh, holy smokes, that was good. I'm right here. That was tremendous. <laughs> call of the day. We need a sponsor she for goes call to of the day. Sales, get on that. That was the call. David's of the day. in the car. David, what do you got, my man? Welcome to Six Rings. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. So. Well, I believe everybody's so stuck on wanting to point the finger at Mac Jones and the offensive line, which I'm not taking blame away from them, okay? I'm not taking blame away from Mac. Could have had a better game. But the issue that the Patriots have right now is defense. The fact that you could not you didn't stop Miami, you barely stopped um, Pittsburgh, and you can't stop the Ravens, you have an issue. You have a defensive issue, and your issue starts with your defensive coordinators, one of them being Steven Belichick. Wait a minute. This I thought that you didn't think the defense played relatively well the first two weeks? No. No. How? They, they should have played a lot better. They had, they had to play a lot better. You know, well, they won in Pittsburgh. Miami. They didn't let them allow, give up any big plays, and they hit, held their star so running back to less than 50 this. yards. And then in Miami, okay, so they did not allow Tyreek yeah. Hill to hit a big play. They kept him in okay. check. They gave up one big play on poor tackling to Waddle. That's one play. What about today? What, what, what but did you watch today? last week's game against the Ravens when Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill almost single-handedly or double-handedly beat the Ravens? My point is they've held playmakers in check through the first two weeks. Today, not so much. But Lamar Jackson not, kicked their ass. And this was important. A game at home, this is where your defense needs to step up and, and protect the game score. So you think this, this loss was on the defense? It had nothing to do with the four turnovers? I would say 60% of it was on the defense. Okay. I mean, you could be right. Uh, they they were not good, and I Thank do Thank you for believe, the call, David. Appreciate it. I said earlier, I think Lamar was in one-upmanship reigns. Well, that's like, his whatever whole you season. Did, He's a he man on a mission. You. He was going to beat you. If Mac leads a comeback, it wouldn't stun me if Lamar then leads a comeback, right? To take, like, I think they... So let's say end, he gets that touchdown. Let, let's say Aguilar holds the ball. <laughs> All right, all right. I'm right here. <laughs> so let's say Aguilar holds the ball, right? The Patriots guy came out drive. Of 
It, uh, he did again, but yeah, like the that's ball, like football. I know it's a great when you're I running down the field. To, I I I gave props to Kyle Hamilton, the rookie safety, drafted 14th overall, I believe, by the Ravens. I gave him his props. That was a great play. But Aguilar also can't have the ball away from his body. He's got to. I know receivers. That's why usually, the part of nowhere part like bothers me. Right. Like if you secure it, Bill has well, talked in the past. That, hold tight. Let's just say they score on that drive. Hold on. I was trying to make a grander point. They score know, on that it drive. It doesn't when you when you call me Wordy McWorderson, the show is not about us, even though it is. And interrupt interrupterson just needs to give me a second. Okay. So go. they score. There's let's say two minutes, thirteen seconds left. Patriots go up by three or by two. You don't think Lamar Jackson's gonna drive the field because this is his season and he wants to be paid sixty million a year? Would that the situation they would have been up by two? Well, no. I at the time I think they were up five or four the Ravens were I believe so because not only Lamar Jackson you also have this thing called Justin Tucker mm-hmm. who's part of the equation yes so Matt uh, Lamar they go up of course I, I buy into that and yes now back to the Aguilar play again great play by Hamilton Aguilar needs to hold the ball yes tight to the body Eric in Manchester welcome to six rings my friend Hey guys, how are you? Uh, Good. you know we've been better, but you know we're we're getting through it together, my guy. Yep, I hear you. Uh, my point is, I think that Bill recognizes that Mac is a stopgap, and um, he's a great quarterback for now, but he's not the future. And if he was the future, he would have done more this off season because the easiest time to win a Super Bowl is on a rookie contract. Okay, but he's going to be on his rookie contract next year as well, and they will have cap space and opportunities. Like this year, they didn't have yeah, a lot of cap space. No, but this year, it's not like they were that. flush with yeah. cash this year. Sure, sure. I understand compared to last year and, of course, this upcoming season, but there's always ways to manipulate the cap space. Correct. Cap and is I feel crap. like, you know, when you're, when you're confident about your quarterback, like I'm assuming the Chargers were, where they go and they sign J.C. Jackson to this huge deal, and they go out and they make this trade for Khalil Mack. Like I, I feel like there's not as much confidence with Mack of being the absolute guy that's going to not only bring you to the bowl, but also carry you across that threshold into that championship with that uh, confetti raining down on him. Sure. I mean, with the, with the Chargers comparison, Justin Herbert's in year three, so the clock is ticking on them to win under his rookie deal. Thank you for the call, Eric. Appreciate it. After year three, you start thinking... Long-term contract extension for Justin Herbert that will cost three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. or something in that range. And, Pretty much worth it if you ask me. Uh, he could be, and the next time he makes the playoffs will be the first. Okay, but he's only been under center for two years. This is his third year. Max only Mac- been under center for one, and he right. went to the playoffs. How you like them apples? What is it that's preventing people from fully? Imp- I, what are you? You're you're acting out a sequence from Goodwill Hunting that no one can see because it's the radio dip. We're not on Twitch. No, we're not we on Twitch. Be. No, Actually, we, we, no one needs to no see one this. Needs to see no this. one needs to see this. I'd have to put uh, pants on. No, no one needs to see this. It, they're they're just fine hearing it, and we appreciate. How do you like them apples? Wow, you had that one ready on the go. Good job, producer Nick Lapan. What is the one thing that is preventing people from fully embracing Mac Jones, or what's making everyone criticize him so much right now, Andy? Because last year we could not love us Mac Jones enough. I'm gonna guess. The record, or just the fact that they're losing more than they're winning early well, on the season, as it may be. You, I'm going to ask a serious question. This okay. may sound cynical and snarky. Well, okay, so you're speaking. What should I like about Mac Jones right now? We'll get to that on the other side after we have this commercial break. Our final segment of the Six Rings postgame show coming out 
I have many things I would like about Mac Jones, and I also have many calls I would like to get through before we wrap it up and pass the baton to the Red Sox pregame show with Mark Antonellis. This is the Six Rings postgame show, Ravens 37, Pats 26 on WEI. Breaking down the game that was, this is the Six Rings postgame show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEI. Final segment of today's Six Rings postgame show following the Patriots' defeat at the hands of the Baltimore Ravens and kind of themselves, but it's the Ravens who get the dub and the Pats that get the L. One and two on the season. 37-26, your final score. Andy, I teased me having to answer your question. What is there to like about Mac Jones right now? Right now, after three weeks of action, what do you like? I think he throws a nice pass. To I think who? He th- throws a good intermediate pass. To which colored pass. team? I think he's... I think he's I don't know. What He's are, got what five like, What picks. do I like about Mac Jones? He's got a strip sack that cost you a game. He's got uh, two two injuries. He's had to go to the x-ray room twice in twice. three weeks, so it's not like he avoids hits. He's durable. Nope. He's always out there. You can always rely on him. So I just... And I, and this isn't meant to be pot shots at Mac. No. It's just somebody's talking about, like, you know, we're negative about it, or what should you be excited about right now based on what you've seen over the last eight weeks? What do I've seen? Oh, from training camp you, into the preseason. The only way preseason. you can be excited is last year. Like okay, I like. I was that just going to say. You know what I am? That. I'm excited about. La- I'm excited about what I saw last year, but I haven't seen much of what I saw last year. This year, and one of those touchdowns. He's got two touchdown passes on the season. One of them was a 50-50 ball. Yeah. And the and, other one was a throw to in the flat to Ty Montgomery, who had to roll into the end zone because the pass was a little wide. So got five interceptions. Not all of them were 50-50 balls. In, in fact, many of a- them were very nice passes right to back, the defense. Uh, a sore ankle, to say the least. Again, and, uh, the update is, for, according to Rap Sheet, it is not a broken ankle. X-rays were negative on the ankle. Uh, it'll be continue. They'll continue to monitor and evaluate it. But and uh, he, unlike Lamar Jackson lacks the visible, tangible assets that people can lust about, right? Can really enjoy. Because even, I don't know who the guy is that did play-by-play today with Daryl Moose Johnston Mm -hmm. on the broadcast for Fox, but they were talking about their production meeting where Max said, if I know the whys, if I know the reasoning, because my strength is my brain, my smarts is my strength. Right. We can't see his strength because it's not feet, it's not arm, it's not size, it's not laser shows with Mm -hmm. his throws. So and and I would also question some of his uh, mind work over the first three weeks, whether it be in terms of communication with his line. Is that his issue, or does that comp stem from the fact that his offensive line coach is doubling as offensive coordinator? Fair. And as Fair. offensive coordinator, it's his first season. How about some of the decisions on some of his throws that are mind a tad work? suspect? Okay, he's so, forcing the issue. But again, maybe we shouldn't blame him because he's forced into some scenarios because people aren't getting open or the play is breaking down or his offensive line. Okay, what about isn't the inaccurate throws then? Okay, some of those are on him. Okay, that's my point. He hasn't played well, and he's really given you nothing through three weeks of regular season action and a month and a half of preseason to get excited about. If you're going to get excited, it's about the past, a year ago, and what you think he will be, can be someday, new talent around him, new coaching around him in the future. All right, uh, from a piece posted just about an hour ago to weei.com by Alex Reamer. Uh 
Headline title, Fox analyst Daryl Johnston identified exactly where the Patriots are now as a team, and I think this is pretty succinct. We've been sort of uh, hinting at this, if Did you he will. say Frey? Yelling about it, uh, arguing, taking calls to the tune thereof. Quote, said uh, the the legend of Moose, if you will, Daryl Johnston, your I have his color analyst. No, you do? I have a white number 48, Daryl Moose you Johnson. Do. Hey, that guy's under five feet tall. I like, he was a fullback. He's, 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 he I know Emmett. you love fullbacks. I know. Emmett. He didn't. All right, quote, they're just not at that point right now where they can have so many mistakes here, said Johnston. Quote, through three quarters, they were very, very competitive, very, very good, well-coached, detail-oriented. Coach Belichick has got to be very disappointed with how his team performed here in the fourth quarter. It was very unpatriot-like, the amount of turnovers with the effort, the position they were in coming into the fourth quarter, end quote. Uh, I think that is a succinct summary of what happened in today's game. Now, I ask you and I ask the callers and everyone listening right now, everyone driving at home, everyone still sitting in the parking lots, tuned into the Six Rings postgame show. Is that lack of an ability to close? Is that inability to get the job done in the fourth? Is that unpatriot-like behavior due to having players that aren't good enough, players that just aren't getting the job done, don't get the system, or the coaching? Or maybe a symphony or melange they're in. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know what a melange is, but it's I'm going to say mix, it's a melange. Uh, yes. Mix yes. up. Mash up. Yes. Blend. I, I think it's a blend of all that. You you have some players that are being asked to do more than they should probably be asked to do. Right? Nelson Aguilar is not Gronk or Edelman. Right? You go to Gronk and Edelman when the game's on the line. Year after year. Super Bowl after Super Bowl. AFC title game. No go-to guy right now. Now you're say. going to guys in those situations who aren't greatness, aren't used to coming through in those situations, and that's hard to do. Mm. And I don't totally discount the scheme and trying to make things easy and the philosophy shift where 50-50 balls are now like we like those. I firmly believe Josh McDaniels liked to get receivers open so that they were easy catches, pitch and catch. Andy, I would also like to highlight uh, as much as we gave props to Aguilar for the touchdown catch last week, Six targets, six mm. catches, over 100 yards. Two weeks in a row, Mac Jones has had a 100-yard receiver, so there's a positive. At the same time... We did hit seven foul balls today, Coach. Uh, three games on the season. How many fumbles does Aguilar have in the fourth quarter? Two. That's bad. Yeah. So again, trying too hard, He's probably. Nelson Aguilar. If you're asking him to be your go-to game changer, that's on you, not on him. You want him to be your three? Okay. Like, in, in, in Las Vegas, even before they had Devontae Adams... Mm-hmm. He's playing with Waller, who is an elite pass catcher, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. Okay. Hunter Renfro was developing into a 100-catch receiver, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he was the three there. And now you bring him here and you pay him like a one. Maybe you ask him to be a one, make plays like a one would with the game on the line. Is that on him or is that on you? We I think that's... Unlike Aguilar. Oh, See, and that's not a cheap that shot. Drop. That's a cheap shot. But, and his mishaps. I like to put that out there. Mishaps. Oh, too well, he's had the mishaps. Season. They've had a lot of mishaps. Too many turnovers. Games. You can't beat yourself. Other teams want to defeat you. You don't need to also help the other team by beating yourselves as well, Patriots. That's the moral, and that's the bottom line. Jay, in the lovely town of Marion, wants to chime in here on Six Rings. Hello, Jay. Hey, guys. Uh, so a couple things. First off, Tony from Section 112 and his wife still have me chuckling on a <laughs> kind of a depressing day. Like, that was, that was a good call. I hope uh, Greg uses that tomorrow morning, too. As far as, uh, you know, Mac and what to like, I think this goes back to last year. He's mature. He is a heady guy. His will, he says the right things. He has that will to win. 
It got the better of him today. That was a really ugly interception in the back of the end zone. It was very yeah. rookie-like, just throw it away and go. You know, and I, I think that you're just he, – the game caught up to him and then passed him by. Like, Patriots had it under control at the half. They looked like the team that was playing better, and it just – they couldn't keep up, and it all fell apart and just got uglier and uglier when they tried to. But, you know, as far as moving ahead, though, and the reason I called is just like – you know, I heard this before the season began. I thought the best-case scenario for the Patriots was we're slightly above mediocre – and the worst-case scenario was we're slightly below mediocre. Like, we're an average team, and getting maybe stuck being an average team isn't always the best thing. And we're going to have a lot more, you know, money, the salary cap and whatnot going into next season. You know, so what is it that the Patriots really need? Is it, is it going to be, you know, like if Mac – is this the silver lining? You know, Mac is hurt. You see if you got anything in Zap. We'll see what you got. Worst thing that can happen here is you only end up winning five or six games now instead of nine or 10, uh, you know, or 11 best case or something. Right. And you end up with a top 10 draft pick and you put all, all your chips on the table to try to go out and get Sean Payton, get a real offensive coordinator, go out and let, uh, you know, maybe him sit at the table with Belichick to try to draft the number one receiver, which is the one thing that Bell, uh, Bill has never been able to do. You know, I just wanted to get your take on, is that, is that overlooking the silver lining and, you know, aren't we just a mediocre team anyway? And we really need something to, uh, to go to the next level. Appreciate the call and the questions, Jay. Thanks very much. I don't think you're going to be able to get Sean Payton to come no. in and be an offensive coordinator. I thought maybe when he said that, he was going to say get Sean Payton to come in here and head coach. That oh, guy's built. next move will be to be a head coach again in the NFL after taking the mandatory year off because of his contractual obligation to the Saints. Well, no, I believe he's still going to be contractually obligated to the Saints next year. So and someone will have to offer you're up You're going to have to capital. trade for him. So you're mm. certainly not trading for him to be your offensive coordinator. I don't think with so. Bill, he, like, no. But yes, I said it earlier, half-jokingly, sort of half-not-jokingly, that the silver lining, if you have Mac Hurt, have a bad season, end up as like five, six-win team, could be a top-ten pick, and theoretically an elite playmaker up there. Yeah, I... The, the There were people out there making plays today. Devontae Parker had a great... You know what, actually? Let's do this right now before we wrap up the calls. We only have a couple minutes left on the show, Andy. Let's now do the Patriots player of the game. Patriots player of the game brought to you by Cars for Kids. That's Cars with a K. The easy way to donate your car. Donate today and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Andy, uh, we thought about maybe giving it to Dietrich Wise, but I think it's pretty obvious your player of the game today... Five catches, 156 yards. That's a 31.2-yard average with his long being 40 yards. This isn't one of those he had a 100-yard catch and that fluffed up the average. Ravens give up those 40-yard plays. Every catch he had was basically a 30-yard catch. Devontae Parker looked like a number one receiver today. If there's anything you can build on and pull from this game that's positive, it's that. Devontae Parker may be breakout ready to go. Mark is in Connecticut on his way home from the game, wants to talk about the offense. Hello, Mark. We're here for you. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, Mark and Deb are in the car right now, and that was a rough one, guys. Yes, it was. Hello, Deb. The, so, uh, the um, you know, ball security, guys, that's just – it's got to be number one. I don't understand why the guy is holding – the ball out away from his body. I mm-hmm. mean, that's Pee-wee 101 that you do. Yep. You know, you, you yep. got to hold the ball inside. Many times they had the chance to win the game. It's just disappointing, guys. Say hello, Deb. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb. Thanks for calling, Good Mark. Night, Deb. Thank you, Deb. Good night, Deb. Safe home, Deb. Now it's become the I'm calling and my wife is also like going to try. I do, too. This is good for the demo. I Female listeners going through the roof, right? This is good. You know who else is a big fan? 
Mike Antonellis, the host Is of the Mark's Red Sox brother? pregame show. Mark Antonellis will be doing a different show here on WEI. I apologize to Mike. Tom and Hull, what do you got? We're going to be wrapping up soon. Make it quick. Hey, guys. What's up? Real quick. Uh, Belichick knocked over the field goal when it was fourth and three, and it was a terrible call in the first half. He should have kicked the field goal, grabbed the three. I think Mac Mac is solid. He's only a sophomore. Come on, I'm I'm, I'm psyched that he's not not that banged up. It was a good game. We made some serious, you know, we made some mistakes. But I'm telling you right now, the, the Pats are gonna be, the Pats are gonna be okay. The more time, a couple times, you know, it, it hurt us. But our defense is tough, and I'm telling you, we're gonna be okay. Everybody, relax. Relax. Everything's relax. okay. I That's like it, it, Tom. All I right, like guys, it. Have a good night. Way to be All right, positive. There it is. Way to, way to end on a positive note. Everybody relax. We're going to be okay. We made more mistakes than them, but they're learning. R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> relax. Okay. Uh, is there any It's chance- easier to do with drugs, Aaron. Does Dunks have uh, ayahuasca? Because I could probably use a little bit of that hey, to help man. me relax right now. Uh, quick question before Pumpkin you wrap it up. Pumpkin spice ayahuasca chino, please. Would you rather have Cam or Mac answer the question from the 508? Right now? Yeah. Mac. It's easy. Yeah. Like, this was an entertaining game. It was a shootout. He was, was in it. it I think that's why game. Bill kicked, uh, went for it, by the way. He saw the game declaring as a shootout. Yep. He knew he was going to have to score points. You weren't going to kick Lamar field Jackson? Yes. yes. With the creative play calling that they put on display Boom. after the first drive. The exactly. game declared you need touchdowns, not field goals. It didn't work. Sorry, we lose. All right. Ultimately, Andy, 37-26. Your, uh, the headline everyone's going to be going with tomorrow is, as we wrap up? Mac hurt. Pat screwed. <laughs> Again, I'll go with how I opened the show, what I said multiple times therein. Patriots doom themselves with too many self-inflicted wounds, fall to Ravens. They're going to have to clean these things up, whether it's them trying too hard to make up for the fact that they don't have a lack, they have a lack of playmakers, uh, people haven't been around long enough, too many rookies, etc. Who knows? But Luckily, they got the right head coach. Do they have the right support staff to help them clean these things up? We will soon find out. That's the Andy Hart sound. That means it's time to wrap things up. Good job, Jackson. Good job, Nick LaPan. Thank you very much. Appreciate everyone who listened today. Thank you for tuning in to the Six Rings postgame show. If you missed anything, you can listen to it on the Odyssey app. Or, of course, subscribe, rate, review, and share the Six Rings podcast. We are up there at least three times a week for you. Thanks very much. Enjoy your Sunday evening. The Patriots are on to Green Bay, and we are on to Sox-Yankees here on WEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.